So hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Messy Mothers Unfiltered. And last month, which was the month of May, we talked about boundaries. And this month, which is June, um, we decided God was teaching us about jumping, about leaping, about coming into something we've never been in before. And, and that word jump just really, really, really stuck out to me. And so I was like, okay, Lord, let's talk about this word, right? And if you look that word up by definition, it actually has two meanings. One is when you push yourself from one surface into the air using your leg and your feet muscles. And the second meaning is an involuntary bodily movement caused by a shock <laughs> or a surprise. And I'm sure we've all had that that shock or surprise where we just jumped out our skin, right? But the Lord brought me back to the word in Acts 12, 24. It says the ministry of God's word grew by leaps and bounds. And jumping and leaping is pretty much the same thing. A jump almost seems just like something you normally do, but a leap seems like something you do enjoy, right? Because it's almost like frolicking. So as I was thinking about those two words, I was like, oh, oh, it's so funny that this scripture says leaps and bounds, because in May we talked about boundaries, and this month we're talking about jumping or, or making a leap with the Lord, right? And so if you think about bounds, bounds aren't, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but what it is, it is a limitating line. And what it means is like, if you think about like sports, if you think about how a foul is called in basketball or how a foul is called in football or boxing, it's called out of bounds, you know? So God has been teaching us it may have to stay in bounds, within boundaries, without bounds, without boundaries, certain types of things and leaps this month, right? And so I, the Lord began to speak to me about certain characters in the Bible. And I was talking to the Lord about Moses and how Moses had to take a leap of faith because God put a bound around the Hebrews who were in captivity. He also began to talk to me, talk to me about how God put a bound around the Israelites when they fought the Philistines, but for controlling power, they, who had to take a leap of faith? David did. He had to kill Goliath because in that moment in time, they were fighting over who would be the controlling nation, right? So I asked the Lord, well, Lord, what does a leap and a bound look like for me, right? And so the Lord took me back through the last three years of my life. And here's what that bound and the leap and the jump looked like for me. So I, I work in the medical field. I am an agent of healing in the operating room, right? So for the past 20, at least 20 years, God has taught me about healing. It is something I have wanted to understand because the human body is absolutely magnificent at healing itself, right? And what it looks like, how it feels, when to administer, how to follow his lead in every way, because it's my heart's desire to help show that the father has power in the name of Jesus through his sacrifice within the bounds of healing, right? So what I didn't realize that in this moment in time is that God was actually teaching me about healing in and on the job training, right? Showing me how to stay within the bounds of healing through personal sacrifice, through prayer, through dreams, through visions, through understandings, through actually singing, through words, through hugs, actually listening to some people because, and a lot of um Healthcare providers don't realize that 90% of our health is mental. We take in a whole lot every day. 
family, friends, television, phones, TikTok, YouTube, all the things that we take in. And it is a part of our demeanor during the day, right? And so that's a part of understanding healing is actually listening to a person and allowing them to unfold all the things that they have taken in that has caused whatever has uh, uh, attacked their body at that time. And, and even to the point where sometimes all you have to do is smile at a person and let them know that somebody sees them, right? These for me were certain bounds within and understanding healing that God gave me. So within the 20 years that I, I have to say that I've learned a lot about healing and I have um, can even say that I remember a time I told God that I said I wanted to see the masses healed. So the funny part is like in, in ministry is where, where God says this. He told me after he took me through seasons of consecration and being built up for understanding in that place, he asked me to take a leap. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing my life unfold just like some of these characters in the Bible did. God has a very specific person or people group and has taught me through seasons of my life what it is that they need. I have no idea what they need, but God knows and God taught me about it, right? So take a leap, Janine, quit your job. <laughs> what? Jesus, you want me to quit my job? I ain't gonna have no money. I ain't gonna have, I ain't gonna have, I ain't gonna have, right? And what I learned was, oh, I just saw my own boundaries that I placed on myself because a leap does not insinuate a gravitational fall back to the earth. When you jump with the father, he carries you. There is no, I'm coming back down, right? So even though that moment in time felt like the worst decision I ever made in my life, because, you know, we go through school, the world teaches us, we got to have a nine to five. We got to have a fallback. We got to have a 401k. We got to have all these things. What I learned was is that God taught me, if I can do these things over here, I can do so much more, right? So once I did that, I, I did, I quit my job and the Lord brought me home. And all of a sudden, I found myself sitting in a place where the Lord was sending me assignments to go to different places, right? So I can truly say that I am seeing that that leap that Moses took, that leap that Paul took, that leap that certain individuals in the Bible took, and they just had to trust that God had their best interests at heart. So God will give you what you ask for, right? I asked to see the masses healed. And I thought I was just going to sit on the hill and watch him do it. <laughs> no, he said, I'm going to train you to do it. And then I'm going to walk with you while you do it. And and I'm all of a sudden understanding that the reason the bounds came was because God had to show me where my my ability ended and his began. And I had to trust that what he told me was the truth. And I had to do what he asked me to do. Right. So God will give you what you're asking for, but it usually requires you to jump from the old thinking, to jump from the old ways, to jump from the way you used to do it, to jump from the people who used to say, oh, you can't do that, to jump into the administration of bringing heaven to earth and let God carry you and and here's the funny thing because i noticed it the other day and the lord was teaching me about where i had come from at one of the places and here are some names of the places the lord has taken me is so cool i used to work at a place called riverside then i walked i worked in a place called chapel 
Hill. Then I went to a place called Christiansburg. And now I'm working in a place called New River Valley. Do you see how the Lord took me from the riverside to the New River Valley, right? And so it's just so cool to see how me taking a jump into something new, not knowing where it was going, not understanding how it was really going to be, and allowing God to change what I thought, how I think, how I feel, what I know. And and the thing about what you know is we learn what we know from books, from textbooks, from our older generations of people. But when you let the Lord teach you, all of a sudden, everything becomes possible. Everything becomes, you know, a huge leap into belief, into understanding, into faith, into joy, and into, you know, in my specific understanding, into healing, because God shows me these things. So I just love the way God God teaches us. I love the way he is bringing us into this leap, this jump into a new faith, this jump into a new, just a new thing. And so with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Sakira. I'm going to allow her to open up to you what God has been talking to her about, the same types of things. So God bless you. And uh, Sakira, I am introducing you. Go right ahead, my love. So it was so cool because as I leaned into the presence of the Lord and I asked him, I said, what, Father God, do you want us to talk about in June? And he said, I want you to talk about jumping in June. And I was like, God, what does that look like? And so Acts 3.8 says, with a leap, he stood upright and he began to walk and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And then he led me also to Luke 141. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And so what the Lord was showing me through this is that there is there is an obedience that comes when the Lord speaks a situation over your situations, over your circumstances, his promises that he's spoken over you. Sometimes we just we want to sideline it. Right. <laughs> we go, OK, God, like Janine had said, we want to sideline it. But go ahead and work like do your thing, Jesus. <laughs> And, and the Lord is saying, no, I want you, I created you for partnership. I created you to companion with me. And so I'm going to need you to take some action in this month. I'm going to need you not just to stand on the promises, but jump into the promises. And so that means that there's going to be a moment where you have, you have the right to obey. You have the choice to choose, right, in obedience for jumping into what he's calling you to. And don't think that the enemy is 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 lax in this situation because he he'll try to convince you just like with the layman. The layman could have just sat there and said, "You know what? You're t- you're telling me that I'm healed, but I don't necessarily feel any different." Um like he could begin to give you give some excuses, right? And we see people like that all the time. And maybe we've been those people where someone pronounced a healing over us um, or, or, or said, you know, things are different than what you think, but you have to move forward. And so I feel like that's, this is a wake up call, a call to correction, if you will. Um, if you've been that person, that you will no longer be that person that you go, God, you said I'm healed. And so I'm going to stand in that, stand up and I'm going to, I'm going to leap into my healing, right? I'm going to jump into my healing and I'm going to praise you like there's no tomorrow. It's just like, and the reason why he gave me that verse talking about when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, when it's like when we hear the voice of the Lord saying, jump into this next season, when we hear that out of obedience, right? <laughs> out of obedience, we jump into the situation. We, Oh God, I'm trusting you. 
right? I'm testing you. This looks kind of crazy. It looks kind of chaotic. I'm not sure that this is the right thing, but I feel a grace upon this. And I know that you're good and faithful and that you that you love me to give me a hope and a future. And so I'm going to jump as if there's no tomorrow, right? And, and knowing that God holds tomorrow in the palm of his hand, that he is the provider and we are not the provider, right? That he is the source of provision. And it, it's by the work of our hands that we are blessed, right? That he takes what we can do and he makes it exceedingly more abundantly than we could ask or imagine. And so that joy on the other side, even that baby that was in Elizabeth's womb recognized the presence of Jesus. And so we are carriers of that presence. And so God's asking you, will you join with me in my presence and carry it with you everywhere you go, knowing that you're victorious, knowing that you're overcoming, knowing that you're walking in authority, right? And and so one of the other scriptures that he led me to was Psalm 18, 29 and 2 Samuel 22, 30. And wouldn't you know it? They say the same exact thing. And don't you know when the Bible says the same thing twice, that it's up to you to believe that, right? And so what those scriptures say, for by you, I can run upon a truth. And by my God, I can leap over a wall. So it doesn't matter what you're facing at this point in time. God's calling you to jump. He's calling you to run into that truth. He's calling you to leap over that wall. Like that boundary that the enemy has put in place that said is like you can't overcome that. God's saying, yes, I, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Go ahead and jump and watch me accelerate. Help, watch how I heighten that jump. Watch how I make that jump longer and higher than it's ever been before. So that maybe other times you didn't make it, but this time your faith is on the rise and you're jumping over walls. You're running into the troop with no, without having any hesitation, not because of who you are, because you, but because you understand the God that you carry is greater than any situation, any circumstance, any enemy that you face. And so I just want to encourage you with this is words. And I'll be excited to talk to you later on in the month about some strategies of implementation. And with that, I'm going to hand you off to Coach Corey. Hello, hello. I'm like fired up over here. I always love, love, love what God does on these calls where we get to come together and just share what God is speaking to us about an overarching theme. And so what many of you mamas may not know is that we don't sit down and map out an outline of these, of these podcasts before we come on together as a group. And so we really sit with God independently and we come together and we have this cohesive representation of the unique individual way that God spoke to us, but collectively how it's unified. And so wouldn't you know it, God's just showing up and showing out again because we have showed up to to distribute this to all of you. And so the scriptures that the ladies are referencing, um, I think there were four scriptures referenced and three of those uh, were scriptures that God had placed on my heart as well. And so when I was first going to God and I said, okay, like, this is awesome. You gave Secure this theme for us for June. I'm here for it. What does that mean? And so I want to encourage you as the listener, what does that mean for you? right? What does jumping mean for you? What is God speaking to you right now in this season? And so when I was asking God that question, he came back and gave me three different areas. You can jump up, 
you can jump forward or you can jump a vehicle. And when you're jumping a vehicle, it's a charge transfer, right? You're using, you're using the power from a functioning uh, motor or whatever that is, power source, and you're transferring it to jump the other vehicle so that vehicle can drive on with its bad self, if you will. And so I found this so fascinating because, uh, you know, technically, uh, I asked God, I was like, well, technically, you could jump backwards. And God said, people jump forward, they step backwards. So if you're doing a little course correction, you generally step backwards, but you jump forward. And to jump is indicative and representative of covering more distance than a single step. And so I think that is so incredible because not only is God calling you to jump up, right? I believe it was secure was talking about obedience. So last month when we were talking about boundaries, God was highlighting to me, that's an observation. When you have an asset, when you have something that is of value to you, you want to observe how to protect that. That's what boundaries are for. Once you have those boundaries established and the area protected, then you obediently walk out and implement with whatever God has given you. So it's this whole transition Janine was talking about when she went from this place of work to this place of work to this place of work with the traveling that she does, um, how she can look back and see how God took her from a, you know, sort of riverside to immerse in the river. And I thought that was so incredibly beautiful because I feel like that is the journey that God is bringing you as the listener on as well. Last month, he had you observing. This month, has, he has you jumping into obedience. So when we go back to jumping up, that is a vertical alignment. And that's the first thing that God gave me. You can jump up, forward, or a vehicle. And so when you're jumping up, that's vertical alignment. That's being aligned with Heavenly Father. And once you receive the revelation from him, then and only then do you jump forward. That is representative of taking what you carry within you and contributing to the greater good by distributing that out to the people you encounter, the places you encounter, the atmospheres you're called to shift. And so we jump up to be in alignment and then we jump forward in obedience and that blesses other people, which brings me to the next thing that Sakira was talking about, which was partnership. And so one of the things that God had called or was speaking to me about this was that we carry to contribute not just to consume. Meaning when you receive Jesus into your life and you have Holy Spirit within you, you carry authority within you, but not just to consume it. That's not just for you, beloved. That is so you can go out and you can contribute. You can share that with other people. You can walk in the authority that that you have by accepting Jesus into your life. And so it's so exquisite how God would say, jump up first, right? Think about that. You'll stand for something or you'll fall for anything. There's that old adage. So why wouldn't you stand up, jump up and be aligned with the father so that as you move forward, as you're jumping forward, you're advancing the kingdom of God and you're infiltrating atmospheres to bless other people. Then there becomes a charge transfer. You see, you are a vessel, beloved. You are a vessel of Holy Spirit. And so if you consume, 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 at some point, you're not going to have room to receive anymore. And so that's to encourage you this abundance mentality that is aligned with the kingdom that you get to receive from the Father. 
so you can release to the people you're called to so you can receive more from the Father. And so it's this beautiful cycle that you get to engage with as you are partnering with Heavenly Father in obedience to contribute where you're called so there can be a charge transfer for other people to be lifted up. Can I get an amen? And so with that, I think it is so important for you to go back to something that Janine was talking about as it relates to healing, and that is the masses. She was talking about the masses. She wanted to be able to reach the masses or heal the masses. And so immediately when Janine spoke that word, uh, God let me know that that was representative of two different things. And so I'm going to close with this. You can have masses in the body, like a physical growth in the body that's in the body. But you can also have masses of the body the body of Christ, meaning masses, large numbers of people coming together in the body of Christ so that you can reach whatever God is calling you to reach, if that's a certain people group or a territory. So let's bring this all full circle for you, Mama. And that is this. In this month, God is telling you to jump into June. Just take the jump. You align with him, and that can be as simple as God You know I'm your encouraging activator, so I'm going to encourage you, but then I'm going to hold you accountable, beloved. And so I want you to take this revelation and align with the Father. You say, God, I want to partner with you in a new way, in a deeper way, in a more thorough way where I'm consistently abiding in you this month. I want to partner with you, God, so that I can observe what it is you have for me. And then in obedience, I can jump forward. And as I jump forward, God, I know that is to give you glory as I contribute to the masses that you've called me to. So there can be this charge transfer, meaning that other people can be ignited by you, the igniter that is fueled by Heavenly Father. And so, Mama, if you are like, I just need one takeaway. I just need one. This is a lot. This is like a a re-listen to episode multiple times. If you want one takeaway, I encourage you to do this. Go to God today and say, God, I want to jump with you. Where are you calling me to? And then listen to him and implement immediately. Delayed obedience is disobedience. And so implement immediately. That might be a conversation that you have with a child. That might be going up and hugging your husband or kissing him a couple extra seconds longer. That might be going to your volunteer activity and praying over somebody or laying hands on them. No act is too small. No act is too big. Meaning all of it matters if God has called you to it. So don't believe the lie that you're not equipped or that it's insignificant. Any partnership with Jesus is a partnership worth having. But also nothing is too big, meaning that you can't make it happen when you're partnering with Jesus. If Jesus has called you to it, he has equipped you for it. You don't do it in your own strength, but through partnership with Heavenly Father. So before I hand this over to Janine, I just want to remind you and encourage you that God has equipped you with whatever he has called you to do. This is a season of going from observing and implementing boundaries to obediently partnering with God and walking this out so we can influence, impact the masses so they can receive healing that is a result of the charge transfer from what God has placed into you and through you so that you can bless them. So go out 
engage in the process. Bless the people you encounter. Maximize and steward well what you have in the palm of your hand. And with that, I'm going to hand it back over to Janine. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Corey. You know, Corey, you just said some amazing things. <laughs> just blew my mind. Secure to um, the way God speaks to you guys. You know, um, some words I'm taking away from that. Ignite. Charge transfer forward, the jumping of that vehicle, you know, the Lord was just reminding me of some things, even within myself, um, that happened a couple of years ago with COVID. Um, you know, everybody was six feet distance, mask, no touching. And Janine is a hugger. I love to hug. I love to get very close and personal with people. And when COVID hit, it kind of hit me in the heart because I couldn't walk around and hug. And then all of a sudden the Lord said to me, why, why did you stop hugging people? And I was like, and, and that scripture comes to mind, be ye not conformed to this world, but, but to unto the father by the renewing of your mind. And so all of a sudden God lit this little, little pilot light in me that said, start hugging people again. And what I learned when I did, I had to be obedient to that jump. I love the way you said it, Corey, that nothing is too insignificant. Nothing is too small. Everything that God puts in your heart has a meaning behind it. And when I started hugging people again, I realized they missed it too. (laughs) We were all missing the same thing, but conforming to the stronghold that was building up over our nation because of fear. And so what happened in that moment is that God lit a fire. God lit a match. I was able to be number one, obedient to the jump back into what God had taught me and, and just the love that was inside of me really was looking for. So I say that to say this, take that risk. God told you to take the one that you've overcalculated in your mind and you, you built up a case against why you shouldn't do it. Go ahead and break that up. Allow that to die. Because when, when it comes to God jumping with the father, the numbers don't ever add up. It is a breakthrough. No matter how you look at it, no matter what God has asked you to do, what you're going to do breaks through the hardness of a person's heart, the hardness of what the world has taught them in their mind, right? And you begin to ignite a fire of of intrigue into the love of God. And then all of a sudden, there's this beautiful thing that just comes out of one obedience to jump into something that we've overcalculated and said, oh, God, that might not work. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm a whatever, right? And so I just want to say this, that try Jesus in this place. If you haven't know and find out that he is able in every way to bring that thing to pass and the gift that he gave you will make room for you. So may the God or the loving God that keeps us, protects us and teaches us, may he teach us how to leap and bound for the kingdom. May the peace that passes understanding be our stronghold and the love that leads us always be our guiding light. I love you. And until next time, beloveds, be blessed.